Hey, it's Melaine Lee, and you found your way to the Divine Goddess Revolution podcast. This podcast is no ordinary podcast. It is for women looking to thrive, not just survive. It's for women looking to learn how to really unlock and unleash that divine light within so that they can rock their inner goddess on a daily basis. The experts will be featured from all over the world, supporting you in becoming that badass divine goddess that you were born to be. So this episode, I know I say I love everybody that comes in, but I really do. But this person I love maybe just a little bit more because she's like a soul sister to me and we've really connected. I've been living in New Zealand for the past year year plus a couple of months, I guess you could say. And I met Emily almost a year ago, which is crazy because it seems like we just met yesterday. And yet since we've met, it seems like we've known each other for a lifetime. And I'm really so grateful to call her a sister, to call her a friend and to call her a colleague because she's someone that I love running business ideas off of. And I always know she's a yes for me. So to have her here today is an honor, and I'm so excited for her to share some of her juicy gold that she always shares with the audience. So make sure to stay tuned to the entire end. All right, here it goes. Hey guys, welcome to the Divine Goddess Revolution podcast. And I'm so excited because I'm here with Emily Gallagher, who is totally one of my favorite people. So when I got her to come on, because she's kind of busy lately, like she's been really up and coming, like on the rise. And now she's got like all these people that want to hang out with her. So I'm like, gotta get Emily on my podcast before this bitch gets really famous. (laughs) So without further ado, Em, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> well, honestly, one of the things I love the most about you is the way you introduce. I can't even. That's amazing. <laughs> Such a pleasure to be here, obviously. And you know, I will always have time for you and your mm. amazing community. So pleasure to be here. That. I appreciate that. And yeah, I mean, usually guys, I go into like a more in-depth introduction, but I'm getting used to this like new way of the podcast. Like I do the intro before the intro and it's like, super professional and the way it all works. I'm like, oh, so I just kind of hop on and start talking to these people. It's very different. So, but I'm enjoying it and I'm happy that you're here. And and thank you for always making time for me in the community. That is my community, I guess. They're following me. I don't know. What what does that even mean anymore? I'm like, is it my community? Are these like my people? Do they walk around with like stamped M's on them? I don't really know. I don't think so. No, but they're uh, divine goddesses following the message. Hey. I mean, and I'm curious to hear because we, you and I have never had this conversation. So I'm, I'm excited to hear. And I know you're like, oh, I what my <laughs> definition of this is. But what does a goddess mean to you? Yeah. So I love this literally for those of you listening. Melaine and I literally just got on the call and she sort of let me know what we're going to talk about, which is kind of what Melaine and I do. We have phone conversations all the time and it's like, oh, I just need to call you for two minutes and like 25 minutes later and like 17 different hours subjects. later. <laughs> we are getting off the phone and it's usually reluctantly. <laughs> so it's always hilarious. So yes, yeah, so I'm definitely catching off guard with this topic. But 
For me, I think actually of late, this has taken on a lot more of a meaning. I mean, for those of you that I'm sure you've heard it in the bio, but my business is called Conscious Boss. And, you know, that can have a very masculine kind of feeling to it, you know, boss and, and getting things done. I've always been, you know, you and I both Capricorn kind of get it done kind of girls. And so I think for me, a big part of my journey of late has been really stepping into more of an embodiment of the goddess and mm. of that feminine flow and really learning how to, you know, get stuff done and be a boss and like do all of my own business, but also really have my feet firmly grounded in the feminine as well. So I love that you're, you know, sharing this space and actually helping women to really step into both of these worlds. So for me, goddess really means you know, owning yourself, being self-aware, being committed to understanding yourself, being committed to being with your feelings, being committed to also being independent and doing your own thing and really following your own path whilst also being deeply connected to your community and to others and kind of having your eye on service as well. So it's kind of the straddle between all of the areas of your life and really being tuned in and committed to, to feeling as well, I think is a big thing that I'm going through at the moment. Yeah, I love that. Uh-huh. I think that that's so beautiful that how you articulated it. And it's wild because so many women, when I pose this question to them, they like answer it and not the way you did, of course. Like it's all, it's always different, you know, but the main like chunk of it and what the deeper meaning and like the thread that I see throughout is like this authenticity and this way of like really being true to who you are as well mm. as this integration of the masculine and the feminine energy. You mm. know? And I think that that's kind of cool. And I love that you brought that up too, because I think for me, I definitely, as a Capricorn like you are, I lean more towards the masculine. Like I lean mm. more towards, I mean, I was like the struggle of my life, you know, leaning more towards <laughs> the masculine, which is probably why, you know, it was such a struggle dating for many years until I really mm. delved deeper into what does it mean to own that other part of me and the goddess can really be this beautiful integration of both. I love that you yeah. tapped on that. Yeah. And I think, especially because I'm sure a lot of your listeners, you know, similar to us in a sense of, you know, probably have a lot of their own business, which in and of itself can be a very masculine energy because it's that get it done mentality. Mm. But I think that it can be, yeah, I think it's also like sometimes, and, and I'll speak more from my experience, but sometimes it can be this really sort of stubborn mentality of like, I'm independent and I'm going to get this done and being feminine is kind of, you know, by nature is a more submissive, more flowy energy. And that can come up with its own connotations as well of being like, okay, well, if I step into that, does that mean that I'm going to be submissive? And does that mean I have to bandy to other people? And does it mean I have to sacrifice other things? And so I think it's really getting a fuller picture and fuller idea about what, you know, the feminine energy is and the power of that as well. And then also the softer sides of the masculine as well, you know, and and not seeing them so much as like male, female, but more the beautiful integration of of both of them in men and women. And I think that's a really beautiful way to look at it. Yeah, no, I think so too. I think that it doesn't have to be so cut and dry as we all make it most of the Mm, time. Yeah. It's more, and it's also, I think there's like this very big uprising with the feminine energy right now. So there's almost Mm. this like, Ooh, masculine energy, but like it actually has a purpose and actually really does serve. And a goddess honors both of those pieces within her because they're both within us. And it's just like what I'm hearing is more just learning how to balance it and learning how to assimilate it into our lives and things like that and not to like shut one out or think that one's better than the other type thing. 
Totally. And like, this is going to open up a whole can of worms. But like, for me, I got really interested in masculinity last year when I went mm-hmm. through a breakup. And, and I think that it's actually, yeah, this really changing time where, yes, there's this beautiful uprising of the, the, the feminine energy. And also that that doesn't need to get confused with the rising of, of the woman, because I think that, you know, feminism can get really aggressive. I think that there can be this real kind of separation that comes between masculine and feminine, which is being mistaken as man and woman. And I think that that does, it doesn't serve us and it doesn't, it's not helpful for us as divine goddesses to be with men that are empowered and integrated. And it doesn't help with, you know, where the world needs to go by creating the separation. So, you know, it's about the embodiment of masculine and feminine within all of us. And also as embodied and integrated goddesses or women or men or whomever, it's about our duty to then help the rising of the, you know, I guess what it's been is like the unintegrated masculine, which is this kind of aggressive, oppressive energy that's been ruling the world up until now. But we have a duty also to help that energy change and become integrated. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it makes sense. And it's funny because I have had this conversation a lot lately, I guess. I mean, obviously, because of the things that are happening in the world, but it's like, there is a purpose for the feminine and I get it. And it's also, it's just like women experience emotions very deeply. And I remember hearing somewhere, I don't, I don't remember exactly where the source of this information came from, but it was valid. It was definitely valid guys. I mean, it was like a good source. It wasn't just like any old random person, but, but it was just talking about like women. I think it was my friend that's a love coach and she like studies this stuff all the time. And she was talking about how men only experience the magnitude of emotion and the depth that emotion can like occur and really how deep it can go to through the woman's emotion. So like my sadness and my activating the deepness of how sad or the deepness of my anger or the deepness of my passion. And like through that, like my partner can like access that sadness and that like this connection between us. It's like, it gives them like this new little, like imagine like a tunnel to this new emotion that they don't really know how to experience. We're like these mystical creatures that like really experience things on a deeper level. And I think that we can use these emotions and mischannel them in a way that can really harm and cause hatred. And, you know, when I was watching the women's March that was occurring back in, I don't know, January, whenever, I think Trump got inaugurated the day after. Mm. And it was like, I really felt like a mixed reaction. Like I was actually kind of repulsed by the reaction that was occurring, which made me feel like I was wrong because all my sisters were doing it. And like, am I a bad person? Am I a bad woman? But I think what I was really channeling was the fact that like some of the emotion was being channeled in this really angry, hostile way that I think then devalues what's actually going on and what's really needed. And I think the feminine, it's not to access it to like destruct or damage. It's actually to access it to soften and through the softening and the vulnerability strengthen, you know, like had some of those women got up, the women that have the power to access the stage and really speak from a place of like real vulnerability on like what really is bothering them and why it's bothering them and not like, I'm going to fucking blow up the fucking fucking and like really access their (laughs) vulnerability. That would have been so much more powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, I I say something like, it's the person who has the the highest consciousness has the biggest responsibility. And I think that there's 
sort of that can come into play, like especially when we're talking about, you know, like similar to what you just sort of said. And like you mentioned earlier around like we experience things in a different way and, and showing them that new gateway is kind of, you know, they don't, and I say they, but I guess it's like unintegrated masculine or that kind of difference between the masculine and feminine. They haven't experienced or been socialized, like to be honest, they haven't been socialized into how to even do that. And then we mm. get angry that they don't have the skills to kind of be with us on that level or understand us in that way. But it's like they have been socialized into a system just as we have. And so I think that when we get angry against the system, it's like, yeah, it's completely counterintuitive because they don't know any better because they haven't been shown any better and they haven't been trained any better. And we need to embody that feminine goddess space to help lift whoever needs lifting into that space. Like you said, with that vulnerability, with that openness, with that beautiful energy of like support, because stepping back into our masculine and going fucking fucking, like you just Mm -hmm. said, is not going to meet them in the way that we need them to be met to, Mm. to, to create the change. Yeah, totally. That's exactly it. And I love that. I mean, of course, because your whole thing is conscious boss, like, hello, <laughs> one that has like the highest level of consciousness ha- really does have the highest level of responsibility. Mm. And I think that even as you said that, I was like, oh, God, that's so true. Because it's just instead of looking and I think any woman that's listening in today and it's just like instead of looking around and going, God, someone should really do something about that. Like, Mm. how about you be the person that does something about that? If someone, Mm. you know, like you walk by rubbish or trash on the ground and you're like, oh God, someone should really pick that up. Well, why don't you be the person to pick that up? You know, instead of pointing the finger, it's like, oh, you know, and also doing it in a way that, like you said, don't be angry at a system that people are complying to with that don't have tools to do it any other way currently. Like come Mm. up with the tools or a way that would support them in educating them and learning a different way. It's like, which is a whole nother rabbit hole, but it's like, you know, the war on drugs, quote unquote, but that's a whole, like, whatever I could go on with that for a while. But like, but you know, in America, they like jail people that get caught with like, you know, X amount of drugs on them and stuff. And it's like, instead of jailing them, which then they'll go into jail and they'll gain access to more drugs because they get smuggled Mm. in why not educate them or put them in a place like a rehab or something that would educate them on a healthier lifestyle or a way to actually live? Because then when they go into jail and then they're dumped back on the street, they just go back to what they know. Totally. It is the, and I don't want to say harder, but it's like the the path that requires a little more work. Like when you Mm -hmm. are the person with the highest consciousness and you are the person with that deeper understanding of um, you know, because if you think about like, let's talk about like intimate relationships, for example, because this is obviously something we all have to think about. And you have, you know, a man and a woman and you get into an argument and then it's like, you know, you blame and you get defensive. And it's like, once you realize that mechanism of like how that shows up and the fact that when you're someone's being blamed and they're getting defensive, like they're actually, or they're trying to connect and they feel sad and they're feeling hurt and they're just, and they're feeling attacked. Like when you can start to dissect that a little bit more and you you can kind of, it helps you to rise above and choose a different approach. Like, so then you can kind of go, okay, how can I approach this scenario from, you know, with my highest consciousness, knowing that I bring more skills in my toolkit, essentially, in terms of like communication or in terms of understanding so that I can now communicate with this person in a way that will allow them, you know, that will allow us ultimately to reach a better result rather than me coming at them and accusing and blaming and then us getting into a fight and then being like, oh, you know, so 
once you have that awareness, you can you have more tools, and then it is your responsibility to ultimately be the one to take the high road. You know, because blaming and being defensive is like you know those are like more baseline in terms of communication. Like those are more animalistic; they're less advanced. And so once you have more understanding and you have more consciousness of like how we're wired and how we work and how we respond, it's your duty to then bring that into your interactions. And, you know, ultimately, yes, it can be harder to like take that road because you're like, oh, why do I have to, you know, do that? But again, you then, you actually produce a better result for everyone. So it actually creates less friction in your own life, but it just takes you being the initial person to like bring that to your engagements with people. Yeah, which is... Which I think is the feminine space, you know, which is like the goddess, Mm. right? We're talking about goddess and femininity, right? Yeah, which is awesome. And I love this conversation. It's like so not anywhere where I thought it would go, but like so awesome (laughs) that it's going here. Like it's really just juicy. But how would you say then bringing this energy of the balance and and of of your definition of the goddess essentially, and plus your whole thing is like conscious boss. That's what you've built your, you know, your company's name is that. And that's what you built your whole brand around is like, you know, this conscious Mm -hmm. boss and which I think is awesome. And how would you say that you like bring that goddess into your own personal business? Like what are some things that you do on maybe, you know, whether it's daily or monthly or whatever to really integrate both the masculine and the feminine in your business Mm. life? Yeah. I mean, you know, my business is like as much as it is, you know, I'm amazing at getting things done and being on the grind. My really the core fundamentals of my business is about connection, collaboration, and community. And so those kind of pillars are infiltrated in everything that I do. And those are very feminine energy activities. So, you know, connecting is obviously a very feminine energy space, very goddess-like collaboration and community. Like those are all very, you know, on the feminine spectrum of, you know, if we're looking at business and of kind of activities. So that's very much involved in everything that I do. So bringing people together, building relationships, communicating, all of that is kind of the the, really what my business is made up of. And so that kind of, I guess, keeps me grounded in that space of being quite feminine and in the work that I do. And then I sort of have obviously the get stuff done, goal-focused, driven mentality too, which is of the more masculine. So for me, one of my big things is really learning to stop and smell the roses a little bit more, (laughs) Um, Mm. which I know is probably echoed by a lot of women in this space. And again, depending on where on the spectrum you are, you know, I'm great at getting stuff done. I'm less great at just being. So that's kind of my journey, I think, in this space is to slow down a little, which is that feminine goddessy flow. And so in terms of making sure I do that, it is I'm getting a lot better at, you know, taking time to have massages and just spending time with some friends or going away for a one-day weekend and not taking my phone or, or, or not just those little things because I know that I need to, I know that's where my focus needs to be because I'm, I, I can get stuff done easy. But so I know the attention for me needs to be on just existing a little more and taking some more time with things. Mm. Um, so yeah, being really intentional and you have to be really intentional with it because you end up becoming pretty habitual in your ways of being. And so creating change, you have to do, you do have to put that focus Mm -hmm. on it Mm -hmm. in order to create the change. Yeah. It's kind of funny because you have to, you you have to like access the masculine aspect of like focusing and like, you know, changing it. And then to actually implement the feminine part, which is like slowing down, yeah, enjoying be like being like that being part and just like 
relishing yeah. <laughs> in that essence. I'm like, as I'm thinking about it, it's just making me slow down in this moment. Mm. And I have a friend of mine who's like, so embodies this. And when she talks, she's just like, and so, you know, and she just really just takes her time with everything, including her words. And I remember like, I'd want to go on these like long power walks and she's like, you know, just like slow down. And I'm like, no, like we need to like hurry up. But the lesson to be learned with her is that, yeah, like that really is embodying that being and in the being of the feminine, a lot of doing gets done because we're creating more Mm. space for magic and for the universe to come in and just create like stuff that we don't know that might show up. And so Yeah, I love that. And I love how you also incorporate connection, collaboration, and community into like your business model and the way you kind of do things. I've never even thought of that as being like a feminine aspect, but it really is because the feminine is all about connecting. The feminine is all about being. It's all about sisterhood, community. So yeah, this that's definitely a more feminine. And then I also like that you're just talking about, yeah, like the hustle part of you or the things that one is very action oriented, which the masculine does serve you and does serve the goddess to be authoritative and to own the leadership role that she has, as well as to like really be able to produce and create results and all of that. So I think that it's really kind of cool. And now you're just trying to balance it out, slowing it down a little bit. Totally. And look, I mean, to be honest, my entire life changed when I started to embody more of that, like what you were just mentioning in terms of flow and faith and trust and creating space. And it's such a beautiful and necessary, I think, like, especially when you have big visions and big dreams, like you need to be able to have that in your life and business. Otherwise, I think you just burn out because, you know, if you constantly in that masculine get stuff done, because sort of, you know, it's quite a controlling kind of energy you can get tired. It gets really, I used to get quite anxious and like, like really needing to know lots of things. Whereas that feminine space of that trust and flow and bringing universe and spirit and, and faith into your business and your life, like is such an opener. And also, like you said, actually creates things to be done because you, yeah, you're bringing in that space for what is needed to come in. So it's also a very powerful energy for that as well. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I'm just like you, because I would, again, I lean more towards the masculine and I struggle with a little more of the being stuff. Like Mm. I'm a doer and I get things done. So the being thing really baffles me at times. I feel like you should, so anyone who's listening, which I can understand now because I'm such a scheduler, but like before when I first met Melaine was like literally, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm free in like three weeks on the third between like two and three or like here this date at this time and it's like scheduled to the nines and it's so amazing and I'm like that now which is hilarious but I feel like we need to both like schedule in like downtime like okay yeah. between here and here I'm just gonna be like I'm maybe gonna, we like, need to do that be and like do yeah no you're right and I mean I am I'm like OCD scheduler color-coded whatever but <laughs> it's like intense but yeah I actually now schedule in and like I do schedule in break times and I also schedule in hard cuts Mm. and it's a hard cut and it's like no work after this time yeah it's good and most days the no work stops like after 4 p.m and that's it like nothing can happen 
And then there's and like, anybody who's listening again, I'm going to say because 4 p.m. You also start work at like 5 a.m. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and I also I do get up quite early, guys. So yeah, yeah, I, I do work. <laughs> like, I do, you know, I'm doing work. But I will say that last week, and by the time this airs, it'll probably be I'll probably have done it a couple times. But I've implemented Flex Week, which my coach has been stressing, and she stresses the B too, even though she's kind of masculine. And that's just taking a solid week off of like doing nothing, just being. And I mean, I think I, pre- I rocked it pretty hard. I mean, I, I definitely slept <laughs> a lot. It was cool. And at the end of it, I was like, I can't wait to have a strategy call, like discovery call tomorrow. <laughs> like I was excited about it, you know? So yeah, there is magic in the being of it. And well, how would you say that you like integrate your goddess self when it comes to your personal life? And I know right now you're single. And so you're kind of looking for that relationship too. So I'm just kind of wondering how you've been balancing it and, and what your journey has been with, with that. Mm. Cause I know for me, I'll just say, um, again, since I lean towards the masculine, that separation, cause it would start to spill over from work and having that separation was kind of a challenge for me, you know, and I ended up finding that I was attracting these men that were a little more feminine, you know, that mm-hmm. weren't as masculine. And that's just because I leaned heavy into the masculine. And it wasn't until, so enough about me anyway. I was just wondering how, <laughs> your, how your journey's going with it. <laughs> yeah, and we're so similar. And it's really interesting because I know, you know, I've been doing, I guess, you know, I've been doing a lot of work with like Kristen Smiles and Lexi Panos. And one of the things that I'm working on as well at the moment is is really stepping into that feminine. And that's why this is really interesting. Because um, I look as well. Well, at the last couple of guys that I've been with and they've been very feminine, like definitely on the feminine spectrum because, yeah, because I am in that, that masculine space. And I think also as well, it's like, I think sometimes it's coming from the space of like proving, like I feel like I've needed to prove myself as like, you know, because women, like we have this worthiness complex, right? Like more so than men. And so I think I've been on this space of like needing to prove myself like to men and prove myself to people like, cool, I can achieve and I'm getting this done and like, look at me, da, da, da. And that's, you know, definitely not the feminine space. And so I'm going to say it's a work in progress, but the awareness has, has really landed for me. And so um, it's even little things, like honestly, like little things like wearing dresses, like because you move differently when you're in a pair of high heels and a dress than you do like in a shirt and a t-shirt and jeans, right? Which is like my staple. So even just little things like that, like dancing a little bit more, getting into your body, listening to music you know, lighting a candle, being, you know, my big thing at the moment is really learning to tap into that vulnerability and being able to be, to soften into that space so that, you know, because if you're in that masculine, you push people into, you know, whoever's in the strongest sense is going to push the other one into the other one, right? Or they're just going to totally disengage, right? So it's like, if you're more in the masculine, you're going to have that, that person's going to, that man is going to be more in that feminine. Whereas if you soften a little, then that masculine in them can rise. And so that's kind of the challenge. And I think, again, it just comes with firstly the awareness of that. And like, so, you know, for anyone listening, it's like tuning in and also having a look. Like if you are a single woman or if you are in a relationship and you feel like the polarity in your relationship has changed, it's like really looking at your own behavior and going, okay, how am I showing up? Like, where has my energy been? And have I been letting my man rise into that masculine? Like, am I dominating that space? Because so many of us, I think we say we want that masculine man, but we're so busy being in our masculine that we don't give them the chance to even show up there. So it's like really looking at that and then taking ownership for how we're showing up. 
Mm. and creating that space. It's like anything, right? Creating that space for what we want to come in. So if you're getting stuck with those feminine men or you're in a relationship and he's sunk into his feminine, like where have you gone and how can you reclaim that for yourself? And it's just those little simple things, just softening a little and, and opening a little and wearing a dress and, you know, putting on some sexy music and getting sensual and, you know, those little mm-hmm. things. It's so great. Like that's definitely the key. And it's funny because last year around this time period, now a little bit before, because it'll be about a year since I met Ryan, but like around like January, February, I was like really keen on making the year. I was like my year of love. I'm going to find love this year. And um, I would like dress in lingerie every night. Like no one was in the house with me. It was just me, you know, like I got like all these different little lingerie things and music and candles and bubble baths. And, and I gotta say, it was like a super stretch for me, like bubble baths. I'm like, what a, (laughs) my like masculine in me is like, what a waste of time and water and energy, (laughs) you know, like, but really that it slows you down. And so, um, yeah, I, and just the way you carry yourself is different. I read this book, The Feminine Power, I think it's called. And there is this exercise in it, which you just reminded me of. And she tells you in it to imagine yourself in a beautiful dress and then walk as though you were in the dress, even though you're not in it. And then walk as though you were in like a pantsuit. And how would you walk differently? Like, how would you carry Mm. yourself? And Mm. then, you know, she says like, close your eyes and embody that essence like every day, you know, embody that feminine, like Mm. activate it type of thing. It was like an activation. So yeah, it's true. And then even when you feel yourself sinking, I love how you incorporated that piece because it, ha- it happened to me. Like in the beginning, I was like total f- in my femme and Ryan was like totally in his masculine, like opening the doors and just like doing everything. And then I found that I just started because I'm a doer and I leaned into what I know more. Mm. And he sort of picking, he just leaned into the fem, you know, because it wasn't like he meant to. He was just like, all right, well, she's taking that spot. So I'll take this other spot that's open. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and yeah. it's not like it doesn't take like a week, a month, a year. It takes like a minute. You just have to like yeah. switch it and they'll moment switch to moment. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's also like, you know, really being, putting ourselves back into that empowerment space. Like, mm you can only ever control you and, you know, obviously be open in your communications, especially if it's someone, you know, like a partner you're in a relationship with, but yeah, you can control your space and try, like, try it on as well. It's like, no one needs to know, like having fun with it. Like, I love what you just said there, like that activation, like how would you walk? How would you show up in both of those different outfits? And, and it is an energy thing and yeah, just even just switching it and see how it goes, like experiment, you know? Mm. Oh, wow. Because it's so primal. And I think with as women, we can so get, you know, and I'll speak again for myself and obviously I experience it with my clients, but we get so in our head around like not being good enough and around like attraction and things like that. And men and, and women, and you think about like when you see a man who's like confident and, and is masculine and like the energy of that, it's so attractive on a primal animal level. And you almost don't even, like it doesn't really even matter what they look like. It's an energy, right? And so that's the same for us, right? Like mm. stepping into that beautiful, embodied, soft, feminine space. Like that's the raw animal attraction. I just totally turned this into like a weird intimate dating thing. <laughs> it's like, is this Tinder? <laughs> I'm obviously single, right? Um, so yeah, you know, but it's just, yeah, experimenting and seeing the different results you get mm. by switching that energy up. Totally. 
hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. I could literally talk to Emily for like hours on end, <laughs> but I try to keep these podcasts to a nice little bite-sized portion so that you can really chew on some of the ideas and implement them into your life instead of being overwhelmed and not always know what tool to use. So take what you need, leave the rest. But before we go, what is a book that has been like life changing for you that you think the girls should really go read? I still love Brene Brown so much. Daring Greatly, I think was the first one I read, read of hers. It's like the first big one of hers. It's so good. And it's, you know, about that strength and the vulnerability. I think it obviously ties in with the Scottish topic because it's really around that, yeah, the strength of being vulnerable and, and opening and, and rising again and and bringing that, you know, communication piece in different experiences in your life as well. So yeah, Brene Brown, awesome. so good. Yeah. Yeah, I love her. I She's mean, amazing. I think everyone does. I think a lot of people I think, yeah. I mean, that wasn't a game-changing recommendation, but she is amazing. So, yeah. No, she's I, definitely great. And for tapping into the goddess, she's definitely an awesome, an awesome read. So I agree. Yeah. And then when it comes to like a woo-woo spiritual thing that you do, like an activity, or maybe it's like an item, like a crystal or something like that, uh-huh. cards, I don't know. What's your thing? I love going to clairvoyance. I love mm. it. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> I'm obsessed. Yeah, I'd love to go to them. I go to them probably like every three to four months or maybe six months. So yeah, channels, clairvoyance, those kinds of things. I love it. Just pretty woo-woo to most people. Yeah, that's true. That is definitely your jam. I think since I've met you, I've heard you say like, (laughs) I'm off to the clairvoyant. I'm like, oh, have fun with that. Okay, cool. (laughs) But it is fun. I mean, it's fun. I think, again, the gist is like, take what you need, leave the rest. If it doesn't land for you, don't self-prophesize shit that you don't want. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that honestly, it's such a good mantra for life is just like, take what you want, leave the rest because we can get so like indoctrinated into certain ways of thinking. And it's just like, you don't have to take everything, just take what you like and leave the rest. Mm. And then you'll just flow between what lands and what doesn't and form your own somewhere in between there, you know? Totally. I love it. Well, (laughs) Emily, thank you so much for joining us today. And if the girls, ladies, goddesses want to connect with you, where can they find you? Where's the best way to reach you? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty active on Instagram. I mean, I've got a really annoyingly long handle, which is like Emily Gallagher underscore Conscious Boss. But if you find the hashtag Conscious Boss, you'll find me. Otherwise, obviously, everything's over on my website, ConsciousBoss.com. We've got Facebook and Instagram and everything over there. So yeah, that will that will connect everyone up to me. No problem. Awesome. Yeah. And I encourage you guys to reach out to her, connect with her, follow her. She's always up to some amazing things and collaborating with some epic people. So definitely follow her, reach out. And again, Emily, thank you so much for joining today. Pleasure. Always a pleasure to be involved with you in (laughs) any way, shape or form. And I am excited about the beautiful value you're bringing to your awesome goddess girl. So huge Mm -hmm. love. Thank you so much. And ladies, for all of you listening in, thank you so much for joining. Until next time. Bye. Bye. So I hope you loved Emily as much as I love her. Be sure to check her out on her website. Be sure to join the Conscious Boss Click online. And she has amazing events happening all over the world, all the time. Uh, I think right now, currently, she's traveling somewhere off in Africa, but she's always in a new adventure. And maybe she'll be in an adventure near your house one day soon. So be sure to follow her. 
Also, guys, make sure if this resonates with you, share, share, share with your friends, your family, your loved ones. And be sure to hit me up, Malene at MalaneLee.com. Let me know how it's going. Let me know if you have any feedback for this podcast. I always love hearing from my listeners because I love you guys so much. Thanks again for tuning in.